Hello everybody and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me today is Ali Pearson. How's it going mate? Not too bad. Just up at the club shop earlier today getting my talk. So that's all sorted now so you can see it so well. Yes. So no, good day. Scorching as well this week. But um, I, we're all working apart for you Carney so you've enjoyed the weather. <laughs> I've still been working, mate. Uh, I tell you that. I will get into that in a second. I will introduce my other, my other, my other guest. He's not a guest. The other <laughs> member of Club at 22, Scotia. How's it going, mate? Also spotting the new top as well. Uh, mine's came through the post today with Hermes. Um, you're always a wee bit concerned when it's Hermes delivering you stuff. <laughs> but it was um, it was okay. But, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm stuck I'm in work as well, absolutely sweltering. <laughs> yes, I know, mate. It's warm. Uh, I've just come into this front room. I've been outside literally all day and it's absolutely boiling in here. Uh, it doesn't help that my, I'm very much sunburnt in my, my neck. I've been outside uh, building decking in the back garden. Uh, honestly, man, this DIY stuff, I just don't know why I keep doing it to myself. But... <laughs> It's nearly there. It's nearly done. But yeah, I mean, what a week to be off. We've we've been out. We've been out pretty much every day. Uh, I went down the air on Tuesday, I think it was, to a pretty much a vending machine that sells milk. Um, the coo shed it was called. Uh, you go down and it's like proper farm milk that you get, and you can get it in like milkshakes. To be fair, it's absolutely dynamite. But a hell of a drive just to go to this vending machine. The missus wanted to go, so you've you've got to do these things. But yeah, as you see, both yous are sporting your new tops. Mine's is on its way as well. It's with Hermes apparently. Um, my missus ordered it as part of my birthday, so I'm I'm still waiting in mine. So, fingers crossed it actually shows up because you're, you're bang on, Scotia. You don't really know what's going to happen with Hermes. But anyway, uh, we'll get into why we're here. We're obviously here to discuss Rangers news. Uh, but just before I get there, I've just got a wee announcement to make. So, we here at Club at 22 have been invited by Bars for Bears to participate in their upcoming Family Fun Day, which includes a match that will include ex-Rangers players. We are going to cover the day the best that we can, and hopefully all things going to plan, we will commentate on the game, uh, see if I can give Clive and Ali uh, a run for their money. So it will be Bars for Bears versus Nightingale FC on the 10th of July at 2pm kickoff. It's at New Tinto Park, which is near, near Ibrooks. Tickets are available for adults, children, evening and all-day event, ranging from £5 to £15. There'll be food and drink stalls, face painting, a presentation for the winning team and a photo opportunity with Rangers Legends. So I'll leave a link in the description of this podcast uh, where you can go and get your tickets. So come and get involved. Uh, you'll see a few ex-Rangers and of course you'll get to meet some of us. And if that's not worth buying a ticket for, then I don't really know what is. Uh, also, keep your eye on the channel uh, for a special podcast series, uh, a very all very cloak and dagger with that one, but it will be it will be worth the surprise. So that's the announcement done, gentlemen. Let's get into why we're here, and it is obviously Rangers news. And first off, Rangers have announced their pre-season friendly fixtures and announced an open training session that will be exclusive to my Gels members. Well, I've put up the wrong screen for everybody watching <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, so the first one will be Monday the 5th of July, uh, Partick Thistle away at 7pm kickoff. Saturday the 10th of July, Tramier Rovers away at 12pm kickoff. It's Saturday, July 17th is Arsenal at home. Wednesday, July 21st, Blackpool away. And Friday the 23rd of July is our MyGers open training session at Ibrooks. So this is kind of 
tied up with the players returning from pre-season as well. Uh, the full gallery of that is on the website. It was good to see Big Cartage back. And it's looking promising for fans to be allowed back into stadiums. Uh, there is talk of a kind of a, a full house being possible um, for maybe the first old firm game of the season, which would be absolutely terrific. Uh, but for the pre-season games, the club have asked the fans not to travel to away games, uh, I suppose. But now since there's a, a certain MPs in this country, have decided it's okay for Scotland fans to travel to England and cause a spike, but it's not okay for Rangers fans to go to Glasgow at their hometown and not cause a spike. Uh, so, but, I mean, are you surprised, really? But I doubt it's going to stop um, people travelling anyway. Uh, but Ali, so you've seen the, the fixtures and that's pre-season started again. So what's your thoughts? Is it getting your gander up for the new season? Yes, it's, it's good seeing them back in, in pre-season training. There's a few of them that have Really bulked up, I noticed in, in the, the photos. That's Hadji looks bulked up. Um, and also Scott Wright. Again, the two of them look really bulked up. And you saw that with Joe Aribo and Glenn Kamara last year, and you've seen how they performed. But in terms of friendlies, yeah, Patrick Thistle, Monday night, which is good. Straight into it. I'll be watching that. They're all available on Rangers TV um, all through the world. So it's not just outside the UK, it's in the UK as well. What they'll charge us, I don't know. They could probably t- 10 quid a game or something, probably. But I- I'll pay it to watch it, see Rangers back again. So, I Patrick Thistle, reasonable test. Tramier Rovers, I think Mickey Mellon now manages them from Dundee United. So, again, decent. You Then you've got Arsenal at home, which is the 17th, which is still, we'll still be in level two at that point. So, I think there's only 2,000 fans possibly could go there. Blackpool away is all right. And then you've got the Majors open training session on, on the 23rd, which is, I think, the ninth, from the 19th onwards, we go into level zero, which so there could be quite a, I don't know, 12,000 fans or something like that, potentially. I don't know. So, yeah, it looks decent. And I, I would imagine, and I think Rangers have said this, they'll have one more at Ibrooks on either the 24th or the 25th, I would imagine, as a last preseason friendly before we face um, Livingston at home. So, yeah, no, I look forward to it and good to have Rangers back. It is good to have Rangers back, mate. Uh, I just wish it was just normal and everybody could go back to the games and all that. I'm, I'm not looking forward to how they're going to work out who can go and who can't go because no doubt I'll be the ones, one of the ones that can't go because uh, that's just the way things tend to be. But, I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Rangers back in action. Uh, and can I, I think there'll still be a few players missing from the game on Monday. Uh, I think players like Holander, uh, Pro possibly Barisic as well. The, the players are going to deserve a rest. They've been away at the Euros, Kamara as well. There's a chance he might not be playing. But I suppose it all depends what kind of programme they've got them on coming back. Uh, so, Scott, looking forward to the pre-season kicking off now? Ah, it's look, snuck on me. It's snuck on me really, really fast. Um, can't believe it's Monday before we get to see Rangers again. That's going really quickly, so really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's the right kind of time as well because, well, that's all the players for Rangers that were at the Euros out now. So they'll be kind of returning in the next couple of, over the next couple of days, I would imagine. So we've only really got Morelos still involved in the Copa America at the moment. Um, so pretty much getting our full team back over the next few weeks and that'll give us some good um, prep for the upcoming qualifier games for the Champions League. I think they're in. But the end of, end of July they're in. can't remember the exact dates. Um, so, looking forward to that. The Arsenal game, it's really disappointing that there's only going to be 200 fans there. This was meant to be the big flagship, kind of 150th year friendly, because obviously we've got such um, historic links with Arsenal. You know, obviously we had, we did, 
once upon a time have those shares, which I'm still raging about that they're gone. Um, so it would have been nice to have a full full crowd for that game. Um, so, so hopefully one of us are lucky enough to get along because it's been far too long since we've uh, been inside Ibrox to watch a game. And then I, I could see the them sensibly, or won't, it won't make a difference, but they've put the Blackpool game on the Wednesday. Um, I don't think that'll stop people going down to Blackpool and no. into the Gallant Pioneer and things like that um, on that on that Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to them all. Me too, mate. Uh, I, I can't wait now. As I say, you're, you're right, mate. I think the difference of it when you go through a summer of being champions, mate, you, you, you're quite happy with the, the way the things are with the football and the way it all ended and your days are much happier. So this has kind of, crop, uh, kind of crept up on me as well. Uh, and all of a sudden, we're kind of back at it. Obviously, the Euros helped a bit, being able to watch the Euros and watch Glenn Kamara run the Euros. But unfortunately, his team didn't get through. But yeah, as I say, just bring it on now. The open training day thing... Um, there was something like this years ago. Was it not like a family fun day or something? They it was ran a night, for, night, 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 day. Day. night one. Rangers so, v Rangers. Rangers v Rangers. The most fucking, the most David Murray thing of all time, really. Um, but it's. I, I'm looking forward to. I mean, I don't even know if I'll be able to get along to it. I'm presuming it's going to be on Rangers TV as well. Uh, again, I don't know how much you're actually going to see because is Gerard going to show everybody how he tr- trains his team and how he sets things up? I don't know. But it'd be good to see them and it's basically just a glorified warm-up. It's basically what you're going to watch, but it's still still something to go and watch and be able to see players. And also so uh, see a, a, a few new faces as well. I think that training session would be pretty good for folk with young kids and maybe folk that are involved in you know youth football or any level of football be good for them if it is a bit interactive in terms of maybe getting a wee bit more detail and things but we'll need to wait and see how that goes I'm I wouldn't I probably wouldn't go along myself because as I say I think it's more aimed for younger sort of families and uh, coaches and stuff and they probably deserve it more than me to be honest (laughs) not a chance mate I'm a big kid man if I get a chance to go I'm going There's no doubt about it, mate. I'll swap my shift to someday if I have to be able to go to it. There's no doubt, mate. I'll definitely go. I'm a big kid with my big Rangers hat on and my scarf and try to get signatures. Damn right, I will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good thing for the club to offer. And as you say, it's probably more aimed at, at, at kids. But I mean, it would just stop me going. It just wouldn't. So we'll move on. Um, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, Scott and Ali are wearing their new tops and Rangers can cast a launch. The new home top. So the 150th year anniversary home top. Um, safe to say it has had a mix reaction let's be honest uh, so I know you're both sitting there with it on but uh, what's your, your thoughts now Ali that you've got it on I know you were a wee bit unsure to start off with in terms of the gold but how are you now with it it's it's nicer in person if you know what I mean rather than seeing photos the, the kind of is, that, is that getting to do with the fact that you've spent £65 on it that it's now nicer in person probably to be fair <laughs> The, 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 pin, the pinstripes just like an indentation, so when the light hits it, you, you can see it's like a pinstripe. So that's quite nice. The, the collar's quite thick. Obviously, that's going back to earlier strips. The same with on the on the sides as well. I wouldn't say I'm fussed with the kind of that kind of sponsor there and the, the seco in the back. Don't mind the five stars to back. Quite like that. Um, in terms of fit, I know a lot of people ask in terms of the fit with the tops because you don't know what the fit's like. I was saying to you guys off camera, I mean, Scott, I don't know what size you've got, but I've got the medium, but it's, it's slight, I would say it's slightly bigger than last season's one around the kind of waist area. It's slightly baggier, if you want to say, still a kind of slim fit, but it's, 
the one from last season was was tighter, if you want to say. I would say I was at Ibrox today, and it was um, easy getting out to get the talk to most. There wasn't a queue. I went during the day because I knew most folk were working. They don't take for people that might go up there with with cash, which is a a dying thing these days. They don't accept cash. I did have cash on me today, and I asked the girl to tell, "Do you accept cash?" And she said, "No, it's just cards." So. Anyone going up to the club shop with cash? It's, it is just cards at the moment with Rangers, but no, it's it's. I love buying the new tops. It's favourite time of the year when the new tops come out. And to be honest, Rangers could release a top for pre-mark or something, and I'd still buy it. To be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's got the badge on it. But no, it's on now, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the other strips we'll be bringing out because I would imagine there will be three other to make up the the four founding members of Rangers. Yeah, it looks like it, that's the way it's going to go, mate, um, to be honest. I've, I have seen it. Um, I say I've not got mine yet. I'm still waiting the delivery of it. But I have been in, I've been at the Superstore and seen it personally. Um, it's the sponsors bit that I, I just, I'm not the greatest fan of. On the arm and on the back, I, I just, is there a need for it? I don't know. I know there's talk about them releasing an unsponsored one, which again, I'm probably going to buy as well, let's be honest, because I think that'll look really smart. But the terms of material and that, I, obviously I've had my hands on it. It feels brilliant. It really does. It feels really, really good. It feels better than last year's top did, that's for sure. And uh, I love the white collar. As I say, see the big white collar, I think it's I think it's brilliant. Scott, now that you've got your 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 top on, what's your, your thoughts on it? I, I really like it immediately. Similar to Ali, it looks a lot better in person. Um, it's one of these ones, if there was a white version with just the white on it, rather than the gold, I would probably prefer the white. But now that I've got it, I'm really happy with it. Decent fit. I went for a small, um, fairly comfortable, and I'm carrying a wee bit of timber at the moment. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it's, still, it's, still a, it's still a decent enough fit for me. Baffles me that um, you can get yourself into a small, mate, honestly. Absolutely. I've still, me. I've still got right. tops from the 90s that I can get into. It's a, it's a kid's small. It's not even adult small. It's a kid's small. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I, I mean, as I say, fair play you for able to do it. There's not a chance. I had, I had to get an XL last year, um, just for my again for my personal. The way you prefer a fit to be fitted, I suppose as well. The large fitted me, but I felt more comfortable in the XL. Turned into a fashion show here, um, but I, I, I think I think the message is ordered a large, so hopefully that one's going to fit. But yeah, I, I think there's going to be there's going to be. A lot more from Castor this I, year. I, I, um, I know. The, I know the fourth, like the fourth kit, similar to what they've done last year. I'm sure that's coming out on the around about the twentieth of August, sometime around then, when they're releasing the fourth kit. And um, so I'd imagine that'll be something similar to this without the sponsors and stuff. Um, yeah. So and hopefully it's I mean, not as bad an omen as last season's one. I would. I would imagine. Um, Maybe from the feedback they've had, I don't know if it's too late for them to change it. I'd imagine they might get rid of the gold and just release a, a white one with the cast on and the, the Rangers badge on it. And if they do, man, they are going to sell a lot of them. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of them. One of the, the big things as well, the quality issue, uh, quality with it, um, everything's top quality in mind. Not noticed any any defects. I know that was a big it's thing. It's all embroidered. That's, season, all, that's embroidered. The castor and everything's embroidered now. Last time it wasn't. It does feel better. I, I did notice that the, the manufacturer, it, it, this one's made in China. I think last year's one was, was it Turkey, I think? A lot I think of them there was a in. mixture of both. Was there, a was a there was a mixture. Yeah. There was a mix. It, it, the material, like you say, the material feels slightly better than last year's one. Um, but I've yet to put it in the washing machine, so <laughs> I will I will be putting it in it, probably a hand wash, to be honest, this year. <laughs> I'll see what happens. 
Who's who's um if you get Moses McNeil on the back and, and then send yeah. to the collar? Yeah, no, that's mine as well. I just had seen something in Twitter that someone had Peter McNeil, but I don't yeah, know if that was maybe that. a Photoshop or something. So I don't know if there's maybe like different the on top the different foreign founding fathers' names on them. The only ones that I've seen um have Moses Moses McNeil on in it, uh, or the name on it. I've not seen anyone that's been any different, um, to be completely honest. So I think it will be, um, as Ali said, I think there's going to be another three tops um, and all be named after the different founder, founder members of the, the club. So, I mean, fair play to them. As you say, it's a cracking cracking idea to do and uh, I'm going to buy all of them and I'm going to be skint this year. Can't wait, man. It's going to be brilliant. But anyway, we will move on um, to our next bit of news and it's Rangers have announced that we have sold out season tickets for the six-year running. Um, an article on the website said, Rangers are delighted to confirm season tickets have sold out for the sixth consecutive season. We enter our 150th year anniversary as the first major European club to reach this milestone. Supporters have once again shown their incredible loyalty with maximum number of season tickets sold ahead of the 2021-22 league campaign. The ticket office have worked tirelessly over the close season to sell 45,000 season tickets during a time where supporters haven't been able to attend Ibrox in over a year. It's testament to our incredible fan base. We are particularly pleased that over 1,000 MyJers members received a season ticket from the waiting list. Standing alongside our loyal season ticket holders, the club have fully humbled by the backing of our corporate hospitality clients, with the seasonal hospitality places once again being sold out. As we continue to walk to return fans, to Ibrooks in a safe manner, all season ticket holders who are my dear's members will receive ticketing priorities. So, Ali, your thoughts on that, mate? Um, we shouldn't really be shocked, should we? No. After the season we've had last season, not shocked at all. Um, Rangers fans always take up the season tickets. and We did say the window that we had to do it this year, I think was something like a three-week window, which it was quite a quick window to to renew your season ticket and I'm not shocked at all. It's actually quite good that just over a thousand MyJers members also got a season ticket, which means the actual MyJers is working, if you know what I mean. Guys that couldn't get a season ticket with the, they've they went on a MyJers obviously and now they've got their season ticket, which which is good for that. Um because it's hard to get a season ticket at Rangers because it's it's the guys like ourselves <laughs> they won't give up your seat and no. it's um yeah, it must be hard for some people to, to actually get a season ticket on that waiting list. So it's good that the actual MyJers has actually come in and it's done what it's supposed to do. So I'm not shocked. I mean, I did see today the other side of the city that Dominic Mackay or something, their chief executive, came out and said something like they've sold the most season tickets in Scotland. Um, they do have a bigger stadium, to be honest. It's 60,000, we even look at 50,000. So, of course, they are. <laughs> but I don't believe they've sold all their season tickets. So, um, but yeah, in terms of us, 45,000, once again, doesn't shock me with Rangers fans. Just expect it, to be honest. It's absolutely incredible. It, it really is. Uh, but again, it, it's it's been incredible, really, considering we've not been able to go to the stadium as well. But yeah, of course, this this year is um, after the season we've just had and the year we're about to go into, 150th year. Um, I say it's, I'm really not surprised by it. And it, it's amazing. <coughs> it really is. And as you mentioned, Alex, it's so good to see that the MyJers, um, they kind of 
membership and the way that they're trying to do things around that is actually working and it's provided them with um, a thousand of them to get a hold of a season ticket because I think before that the waiting list was like 5,000 or 6,000 and there's no way five or 6,000 people are giving up a season ticket every year. There's just no chance of that happening. Um, Scott, your thoughts on us selling out season tickets yet again, mate? Yeah, no surprise at all. I think everyone's just gasping to get back to the football. There was maybe a, a bit of suspicion that, you know, that if things were looking bleak in terms of getting back into the stadium, there might have been a drop-off potentially. But, you know, you have alluded to it there that you don't want to give up your season ticket because then you're, you're um, waiting, the waiting list is ridiculously long and it could take ages. Um, I, I've had my season ticket now, what, about five years? Got it in the season we came up up um, from the, the first the, the championship. Played it stupidly though. We went, went all of the games from the third division upwards, but I'd give Ali money for the tickets, so he's got all the bloody my jersey points that came with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so raging about that because he's in the tier above me. Um, but yeah, you, you don't want to lose your you, you lose your season ticket, and it's really difficult just to get a ticket for a home game now. If you you know if you've not got the season ticket, it can be really difficult unless you you, you know someone or you've got a supporter club nearby. Because they go really fast, so yeah, no surprise. And yeah, everyone's just dying to get back to watch actual football in the stadium. You know, you seen Wimbledon watching and the Andy Murray match last night, and you know, this court one was absolutely jam packed with people, and the envy of being able to kind of go along and watch something like that. I mean, obviously, I was at Hampden, but um, I can't wait to get back to Ibrooks. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I I cannot wait. Um, and even talking about the the. Court one being being full, uh, even the, the England game the other night. Um, as I say, be, an, being an England fan or not, as I say, I've got no allegiances to England in any way, shape, or form, or really any international team for that matter. But to see the reaction um, when they scored, when Stirling scored their first goal, just to see a stadium like that again, I was like, oh, and it literally got me thinking about being at Ibrooks again. And I was like, I cannot wait. I just want to be back at Ibrooks. I don't think there's any reason, any Rangers fan, any season ticket holder that's not absolutely desperate to get back. And um, that's probably more of a reason, um, not that they really needed one, that we've managed to sell out. Uh, again for the sixth year in a row it really is incredible I truly are a, a support like no other uh, but here's to the next 150th year the 150 years even and please let me get back to Ibrooks. please let me get back to Ibrooks. because <laughs> it's hard to even Ali we, we spoke about it the day after the we went for something to eat and you're literally sitting staring at an empty seat from across in the, the Argyle suite that you've just paid 700 quid for yeah, aye, it's horrible. It's, it's good being Ibrooks for that, but actually looking at a seat, aye, it's, it's um, remembering when we were back there, and it was, it was the Leverkusen games the last game we were at. But I mean, I mean, Jason Leach has been out recently saying, I mean, the, the 9th of August in Scotland is the Freedom Day, if you want to call it, which England are getting soon. And he's, he's basically alluded to that from the 9th of August, football stadiums could be at full capacity. I mean, he's, he's been on record saying it, and we all know the, the next old firm after that, unless we get somebody in the cup at home, is Celtic at Ibrox. I mean, mm-hmm. what a game. F- to, if that is our first game in a full house, back at Ibrox. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Eight, let me in at eight in the morning, honestly. <laughs> Can I have a right sash bash before the game starts? Yeah, but, for God's sake, I, yeah, we could. On, yeah. Honestly, it would be... What a game to have fans back in, and I think Sky would eat that up as well to have fans back in as a as a showcase, and it it would be amazing. But 
you just don't know this Scottish government how it's going to go. You don't know how they're going to play it. It's, I mean, you don't want to go too much political, but you see Nicola Sturgeon coming out. She was asked the question this week about Scotland fans going down, and she came out with the line basically, "How can we control it?" Yet she came out to Rangers when it happened in George Square and said Rangers should have done more. So <laughs> hypocritical is the word. Yes, I'm surprised she didn't blame Rangers for Scotland fans going yeah. to England, mate, to be completely honest. Uh, but, I mean, I, if that's going to be the first home game back, mate, my goodness, that is going to be absolutely spectacular. Uh, and just knowing knowing that you've got a ticket for it, it's just, a, a, if it happens, it's just a, a great feeling. Uh, God, Scott, you'll not survive if the first home game back's an old firm game at Highbrooks. I will not, no. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, we'll just need to keep our fingers crossed that it happens. But again, congratulations to you boys. Congratulations to everybody else that's managed to sell out um, the season tickets again. It's a remarkable achievement uh, and it's brilliant for the club. And let's just keep our fingers crossed that we get into Ibrooks as soon as possible. So we'll move on, gentlemen, uh, and we'll move on to the Trophy Day experience. Um, so I took my dad to the Glen Hill Hotel in Paisley for the Trophy Day experience as part of his Father's Day. Um, it's certainly something I will not forget in a hurry. It was a great experience to get my hands on the trophy. Um, there is a video on YouTube um, from our day. I attempted a blog, um, if you like, but we also went a wee wander around the stadium. So please go check that out. Um, obviously, after listening to this show. But it was Sunday, uh, a real day to remember. Uh, got to meet a Rangers legend, Derek Johnson, as well, which my dad was particularly delighted about, as he's very much a, a player from his generation. Um, so, again, it's an experience, again, I, I'll probably never forget. Look, I bought it for my dad's Father's Day. I'm not going to lie, there was a lot in it for me as well. Uh, but just to, my dad messaged me after it as well, just going, can you believe we just had our hands on that trophy? And it was it was brilliant, honestly. It was really good. So check out the, the video. It was cracking. But Ali, you've, you've seen the video back now. Um, what were your, your thoughts on um, the day? And what's your thoughts on doing something like the Trophy Day experience? Uh, the club, obviously, offering that to fans. Yeah, it... it there was a wee bit of when Rangers brought the, the trophy experience out at 25, 35 quid, whatever it was, there was a lot of fans going, that's a lot of money for a, for a photo with a trophy. But I knew there'd be something more behind it. And obviously watching your video, you can see there was a legend there, as in Derek Johnson, you get a photo, you can obviously speak to him. It looked a good day. Um, it's good to see Bob with his haircut. To be fair, yes, I, liked was. With, I liked him with the long hair because he looked like Scotia's dad. To be fair, so <laughs> it was. Um, no, I looked good with the looked good with the short hair, Bob, and it was a bit of an actual in the camera as well. I could see Bob doing a doing a show with us, and this we could bring him on um, if he could work the technology. <laughs> but he was uh, no, it looked a cracking day. To be fair, you said good weather too, and yeah, I, I mean Rangers are going to do these, these things. I mean, we've just won fifty five. They might as well. It's not milk it, but they might as well do as much stuff as they can in terms of revenue into the club. And from what you've said about your experience, it, it sounds like it, it was worth the money um, to you, especially to, to, to do it. Yeah, it was it was worth it for me um, more to see my dad's reaction as well and to see my dad's um, thought on it. In terms of him doing a pod, mate, my dad could 
talk to anybody, I think. The only thing is, my dad still lives in a house that's got no Wi-Fi in it, mate. So the only time he gets to use the Wi-Fi, he has to go over and stand outside the pub if he wants to send a <laughs> message. So there's no chance that um, he'll be doing that anytime soon. And I sprung on him, to be honest. He had no idea that he was going to be on a video for the for the podcast. But he took it in his stride, to be honest. Um, I say, the bit we were doing outside Ibrox, I was walking down, you'll see it if you watch a video. I said to him, do you want to say in before I record? He was like, no, <laughs> no, just you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, that don't bother. Um, Scott, what's your, your thoughts on the, the trophy day experience, mate? I'm being based on your video. It looked like an absolutely cracking day. I wasn't, I've not applied for it or anything. I know what they're going for Inverness. I know they're getting Nyla Lewis as well over in Belfast. Got all Falkirk the places as well. Falkirk Falkirk and um, I can't remember else. There's a few other places. I have spread it about to get, you know, like folk from different areas get the opportunity to do it. And it, looked, it looks absolutely brilliant, to be fair. And yeah, the 25, 30 quid, that's. That's nothing really. It's a memory, and you know, money can't buy you those. Well, obviously, it can there, but you know that it's worth it for that memory. You know, picture you holding the holding the trophy, the fifty fifth trophy, most important trophy we probably won. You know, to get us back to where we belong. So, yeah, it looked absolutely brilliant. I bet you a wee bit yeah. envious of you again. Yeah, but I've just not got the time to get away from work. No, I know, I know. Ali's envious too, but Ali would never admit that he's envious of me. There's not a chance of that. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can tell by the, you can tell by my face as well. The cheese are on my face when I went with the pitch. I get took it was just. I'm like, I'm holding the trophy. <laughs> like, I'm holding the trophy. And I couldn't help myself. I kept saying to myself, "Don't cheese all like that, big kid." But no, I, I definitely did. Uh, but it was it was a great experience. It was something I'll never forget. Yeah, I thought about the, the price of it and whatever else, and I thought, back ah, maybe I shouldn't, but. It's irrelevant. As I say, once you kind of build a memory like that, the, the money's really irrelevant. It doesn't really matter. Christ, we all sit in the club deck, lads, I don't think. <laughs> we really think about like, oh, how much it costs. We'll just do it because that's just the way we are. Um, that's just what we'll do. Um, but yeah, I really had a great day. So please go check out that video. And if you are thinking of doing it, I cannot recommend it enough. It, it is absolutely tremendous. It's a day I truly will never forget. Uh, I've, but I've not quite got the, the picture into a frame yet, but I I definitely am, and it will take pride of place on my ball. It was a fantastic day. So, gentlemen, um, Ali, you would one more Battle Rangers news that you wanted to discuss before I move on? Aye, well, uh, there, there was aye, there was one, well, there was another one as well, which I don't know if you... So there's two, then, is what you're there's saying? There's two. There's another one, but <laughs> my phone's been charging for a while, so I don't know if you text before this to say, what, if in case you were doing something else, but no, um, just before we come on, it's not a major one, but Josh McPaik has um, signed a new contract to 2024. Um, he's only 19. He's going on loan to Morecambe, which I think they got promoted to League One in England. So that's him going up a league in England to to see how he does there. So that, that that's good. Um, it's a longer contract. A lot of these boys, you see, that they only really sign one-year contracts to see what happens. So Rangers must think there's something in the development of him, so that he'll be one to keep an eye on for next season. And the other one, which I don't know if you're going to discuss, which I thought you may, um, was the rumour I seen last night, and I had a chuckle when I read it, was Tav to Man United. So I, I would literally, literally just about to, to do that after you'd finished that, mate. Um, that's a, it's a wee bit of a worry, to be honest. There was other, and I looked into it, and there was other Arsenal and Brighton and a couple of other teams looking at him, and he's just a guy to have you never really see his leaving Rangers at the moment. I don't think he will, to be honest. But he's twenty nine; he's very settled in Glasgow. He's two young kids and his missus as well. But 
to see him linked with Man United, it's you never see Man United linked with our players, especially players that are, maybe youth players like a Billy Gilmore. But in terms of established players for Rangers, you never really see that. And yeah, I, I don't know what Rangers would value Tava. I really don't. If he was to go to a, a so-called Man United at the age of twenty-nine, I really don't. But it was a it was a weird rumor, and but I I don't really believe it if I if I'm being honest. And in the words of a of a bad movie bad guy, um, it would be two hundred million dollars. Thank you very much <laughs> to get James Tavernier at that club. Uh, look, if if it's true, in my United they're going to come calling. Rangers can charge whatever they want. I think I don't think there's really a, an option. I, I know they were going after uh, was it Trippier, yeah. Man United went after. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that looks like that's fell through, and that's not going to happen. So I don't know if this is just an easy link, but from what I've heard, it has appeared on a few Man United supporters groups, like forums and stuff like that as well. So yeah. you never know, but. Maybe it's blue tinted glasses, mate, but I just don't see him. I don't see him going. Nah. Scotia, your thoughts on Tav to Man United? Yeah, only briefly seen this, and I was, to be honest, mixed emotions worried a wee bit um, because it's it's Man United. Um, pop player, you know, we did not be tempted by that. Um, is Juan Bissaka still there? Is he, he's not leaving, is he? No, no he's not, he's not, you're basically, basically, you'll be back up to the right back. Oh, right, okay. Juan Bissaka will be him. Don't know. It's as I say. It's Man United. Even being a backup at Man United, still, you know, and obviously to have been English. I don't know who who he supports. If he's like a sports one, he's he's Leeds. He's a Leeds fan. Right. Well, maybe that will put him off joining Man U then, because they, they don't like each other too much, yeah. do they? But there, there was <laughs> the, the other emotion you had is this is actually brilliant. This is where we want to be. Our players getting linked, even if it is going to a backup. Our players getting linked with big clubs. It's not happened in years, it's probably since the what, early 90s, late 90s. Mm-hmm. Loudrop went down to Chelsea. You can, see, you can see Alan Hutton to Spurs, possibly, uh, but yeah. So it's good to see that, you know, it just re- reconfirms that we're back where we, where we belong. So it's good in that respect, I think. 100%, mate. I think after a season that we've had, I think we would be not gutted, but you'd be kind of question why is nobody really getting linked with, with moves away. Um, Tav has been sensational for us. I mean, there, there really is no doubt he grew into a proper captain, and uh, especially the season they had last season. He, he's been incredible. I think the only reason that we're all a bit worried because we all went, oh God, it's Man United, and they could, I mean, they could offer him about 70 grand a week to sit on a bench. Do you know what I mean? Like, pff, I mean, it's Man United. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You get a chance to play at Old Trafford and whatever else. And I really don't have an English team at all. I've been to Old Trafford and it's very impressive. Uh, but, I mean, I don't think there's many players in the world that would think, well, I'm not going to go to Man United. But, again, it's all a wee bit paper talk, kind of just rumours flying about. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It gave me, it made me feel uneven. Put it that way. Uneasy, even. It made me feel uneasy. Well, when I when I seen it, but I suppose we'll just need to wait and see. But I think I'm praying that he stays. I'm praying that he stays. Uh, so we'll move on, gentlemen, and we'll um, we'll finish up with just a quick Euro roundup. Um, so all the Euro results since our last show um, have really provided me with is that a confirmation that I'm correct not to bet on football because I would be absolutely rooked because there's not one prediction I don't think that I, I really got correct. Um, maybe only one, maybe only Spain. I think it's the only one that I maybe got right. But uh, France going out is obviously the, the biggest shock of the tournament. Um, but we now have our quarterfinal fixtures, which will be 
Switzerland v Spain, Belgium v Italy, Czech Republic v Denmark, Ukraine versus England. Now, uh, I said it on the last pod, uh, lads, that England genuinely could have a chance here. And now that either Belgium or Italy are going to be out, I mean, England could easily get themselves to the final here. What your, what's your thoughts, Scott? Uh, Scott uh, fact, Scott, I'll come to you first, because that'll kill you if England get to the final. <laughs> uh, a wee bit, I think, yeah. I'm not, I'm not one of these people that's anyone but England, but I don't really support them, and I give a wee cheer. When, when Muller missed, you know, that's the, the, the kind of litmus test to whether or not you, you, you're bothered about it. When Muller missed his opportunity in the game the other day, I put my head in my hands and went, oh, I made a noise. So that kind of tells you everything to me. Um, yeah, they've got a decent chance. They've, they're in the easier half of the draw on paper. But the same was said about them at the World Cup last time. That They've got the easy half of the draw and then they came up against Iceland and put out so um although it looks easy on paper there might be an upset but I, I probably would suggest that they will get through to the final although Denmark I think if Denmark get through are they playing Czech Republic Denmark Denmark Republic. can get through that um Denmark have kind of impressed me you know and they've got there's obviously the kind of story behind that obviously what happened with Ericsson was really really terrible and obviously it's good to see that he's recovering now, but um, there's that story behind them and they're building momentum similar to Kenny, what they done in 92 at the Euros when they, they went on to win, win that. So, yeah, they've got a good chance. We'll need to wait and see. They've, they've slipped up in the past before. So, who's your favourite? Still Italy? Ah, still Italy. Yeah, I think I said last time, what, Netherlands and Italy and then <laughs> Netherlands going to get chucked out. So, I would say Italy, but they've got the, the Belgium-Italy games, the, the draw that round game of that round um and belgium have been kind of starting to click into gear de bruyne's getting back to, to full fitness now so that'll be a really good game that's what tomorrow night at eight o'clock so uh, i'm looking forward to that one but still going for italy i've got a tenner on them to win so i want so that's the everything else i've put money on as the same as you I went away i'd put on a tenner for mbappe to be top goal scorer and you get a three pound bet back every time he scores. Ah, that was a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 as I say, I, I didn't bet me on this. I just thought, no, nah, I'm not going to bother. I was tempted to put France on. Um, I was honestly, I was tempted to put England on because they'll need to win one at some point. Do you know what I mean? It's going to need to happen. And I'm not, as I say, I, I've got no international team at all, but uh, France going out was a shocker. Um, I think. Everybody knew when Mbappe went up at that penalty. Everybody knew he's going to miss that. Like everybody was like, "There's no chance he's scoring that." Ali, your thoughts on the the last round, if you like, and obviously the fixtures that are coming up in the Euros? Yeah, I mean, everyone knows that. I work for an English company, and I was I, I was speaking to them before the Germany game, and I, I said to them, "If you get past Germany," and I did fancy England to get past Germany because I watched Germany against Hungary, and they were pretty poor to be honest and I said to me if you get past Germany you've basically got a kind of not a free run but a run to the final basically the, the easier side of the draw if you want to call it and I'm actually down in England at my head office next week when the semi-finals are so and I know we're out for dinner one of the nights when the semi-finals are so I could be in amongst England fans next week watching a semi-final which I'm not looking forward to unless they get beat I'd be delighted with that, to be honest. So, but um, no, they've got a right good chance. England 
they're not the best of teams to watch England, I don't think. You can see how Southgate sets them up. Very Walter Smithish, hard to beat, nick a couple of goals. And to be fair, if that's the way they're going to win the Euros, England fans will take that all day long. Look at these other teams where it's ending 5-3 all the time. <laughs> that's, yes, that's a bit, you can take that in your heart every week. But it's, it's been good, the knockouts. It's been some cracking games. But I, I really think England play Saturday against uh, Ukraine. Ukraine went 120 minutes against Sweden and I think England will beat Ukraine convincingly. I really do. Ukraine didn't really do much. I thought Sweden were unlucky. Big Phil came on, played a, played 30 minutes, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, if I had to pick somebody probably to win it, I would I would go with Belgium. I think they're clicking into gear. De Bruyne, I think, it taken off the last game injured, so I don't know how he is, but I would fancy Belgium. I think England will get to the final, but if they face a Belgium, a Spain or an Italy, I think it'll be tough for them and I think it'll be Belgium they'll face. I genuinely think England could beat Spain. I do. I don't think mm. Spain are not that great. I know obviously the 5-3 the match the other night was incredible. Uh, and even, was, I mean, there was, there was so many, like a few of the games were brilliant. The Ukraine and Sweden... Yeah, the Ukraine and Sweden game was one of the worst games of football I've ever watched in my life. I didn't get much enjoyment. On and on for ages. Honestly, man, I was like, somebody going to score? Then I, I was like, oh, going to be <laughs> I was like, there's going to be penalties. And then he scores at last minute. And I was gutted. I was like, you've yeah. actually you've took penalties away from me. Um, but I mean, fair play to them um, for getting through. Um, so, But I mean, I just think I, something else. Something's going to happen with England. As I say, yeah, it's going have to happen not, at some see, point. I sound like England. an English fan, I'm not. Well, see England, Scotch, you probably know. Have, have they not got every home game at Wembley and they're on up to the no, final? No, they've, they've got the Ukraine games away in Rome. And then oh, is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, then, they're back to, the, then the games are back to Wembley for the last so semi-final. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a best chance to, to win a major competition, it really is. I mean, folks said that about Scotland having two home games at Hamden, they made an arse <laughs> <there>, so... <laughs> 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 but I, I, typical, agree, the, I was going to say the, t- the typical England thing would be to knock knock Germany out but get put out with Ukraine. I mean that's what happens to England usually. Yeah, I, mean, I just Germany can't were, see it. Germany were poor. I mean Germany that, were really that, poor. That, that Timo Werner up front. I mean I take Scotia through the game. He is rotten. He's not a striker, by the way. He's a guy no. with pace, but that's it. Yeah, he's not from the Chelsea curse. Aye, that's a lot of strikers go to Chelsea and don't click into gear. Um, Torres, Maratas bring it to mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were just so poor, man. Uh, but again, because England are kind of set up to hard to hard to break down, and um, but I don't know. Just got a funny feeling that they're going to do it, and I don't want them to win it. Of course, I don't want them to win it. But uh, I, I would my outset. If I was going to put money on it now, I would put money on England to win it because I think they are. Their draw looks okay. Um, to get, so if, obviously, they play the winners of Czech Republic and Denmark. That would be a good game. England and Denmark, I think, would be a good game. Or the most defensive display you've ever watched in your life, one of the two. And yeah, Belgium and Italy is kind of the big one in the next round. Um, so, Scott, your favourite's Italy. And Ali, your favourite's Belgium. And Matt, I'll say England. So, Denmark are going to win it, probably. So, go put your money on that, everybody. Because um, we know nothing. <laughs> we know literally nothing. Uh, but that'll do us for tonight, gentlemen. Uh, we'll wrap up there. Let you get outside and enjoy the rest of the sunshine. I'm sorry for making you staying in such a beautiful day. Uh, but, Scott, thanks very much for your time today, mate. Uh, cheers, guys. Speak to you later. Ali, thank you as always, mate. No problem. We'll speak to you later on. 
Uh, so shameless plug for me. Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, like and share anywhere that you possibly can. It really does help support us. Uh, it really does help us get out there to more to more Bears. Um, thank you to all for listening and come down to the, the Bars for Bears family Fundy uh, and say hello, hello. It would be good to meet some of you. So we are Club at 22, the Champions Podcast, and we will speak to you all next time. Cheers. Cheers.